Alright, everybody, welcome back to another Minister Martyr episode. Um, today it's going to be like a multiple part one, kind of like the prophecy one that's going to go into different areas, because it's a big book and a big part of it, but I believe the first thing we need to address is why is it not in the Bible today. So... I talked to um, if uh, you guys are familiar with like uh, Charles Stanley and uh, his uh, ministry, the In Touch Ministries, and all that. Um, basically, uh, I put in a question toward him. Um, Because there was uh, a certain part, you know, because I was always curious on why would the church take it out of the Bible? Because it seemed like something very important. And if you read Genesis 6, they talk about the angels in heaven wanting human wives. And then after that, the wickedness of men became so bad that a flood had to occur to end everything. And which led to Noah, which led to Abraham, and so on and so on. Now, Enoch, um, the book of Enoch was uh, separated in five different parts. The, the book of the Watchers, the stimular, uh, Stimulitudes, I believe that's how it's called, um... The Astronomical Book, the Book of Dreams, and the Epistle of uh, Enoch. So, um, what we're going to be talking today is about the Watchers. Um, and it is the oldest fragment of the Dead Sea Scrolls. Um, it was placed around 2nd century B.C., um, so, they had about, um, I believe 35 or 36 chapters, um, uh, anyway, um, getting to the book, um, When we first started uh, this episode, we were talking about, like, how um, in Genesis 6, it talks about um, the angels, um, the sons of God sought the daughters of men, um, and they thought they were beautiful. So this is where it comes to get interesting, and this is part of why I think it, it, it was a big thing, but Charles Stanley, and I'm going to put this in there, said that the reason why um, the book was not put in is because the earliest Christians, um, the apostles of Christ and everything, never recognized the book. 
Now, that being said, if they never recognized it and it was found later on and it had some meaning, why wasn't it added? Um, but they originally, when they did put it in the Bible, it was called the Apocrypha. Um, now, I did hear things uh, from Charles Stanley's uh, staff saying that um, they were not removed from the Bible because they were never in the Bible. But if you look in the 1611 King James Version, they have the Apocrypha in it. So it was in the Bible at one point, but maybe not the earliest Bibles. I don't know. But there, uh, the Bible was actually written and completed by the end of the first century. And in the 4th century, a scholar named Jerome was commissioned by one of the early Roman popes to translate the Old Testament um, from Hebrew and the New Testament in Greek into Latin for an official Bible of the Church of Rome. The pope told Jerome for to put um, additional books into the translation. And... Um, the Pope insisted that they uh, included them, and those books were called the Apocrypha. So, uh, it really depends, I guess, on what you want to take from this, if you're going to believe it or not. Um, it doesn't have really much to say about Jesus, Yeshua, Christ himself, but... Um, You know, as a whole, I, I do think it's a very interesting story and an important part because in some scholars' uh, schools to become um, a biblical scholar or, you know, some, a lot of them say, and I'm not saying all of them do, but I've heard some say when I went to one that the angels don't have free will. Now, if the angels don't have free will, and Satan was an angel, how would he be able to defy God? Because that would increase a, a free will um, element. So, this story um, uh, from the Book of Enoch is the Book of the Watchers. So, <clears throat> it actually starts right at Genesis 6. And it came to pass when the sons of men had increased, that in those days there were born uh, fair and beautiful daughters. And the angels of uh, and the sons of and the angels, the sons of heaven, saw them and desired them. And they said to one another, "Come, let us choose ourselves wives from the children of men, and let us beget ourselves children." Now. I'm not going to read this whole entire uh, book of Enoch for you because it's going to take a very long time. But um, there is a leader in there called Semyaza. And Semyaza was, you know, he was skeptical about it. He was like, I fear that you may not wish this deed 
to be done and that I alone will pay for this great sin. Because he felt, as the leader of all the Watchers, if sin was to come out of this, if they were to break the commandments that God put on them in heaven, then he would be the one being punished for that, not them. So all the angels swore an oath that they would be bind to one another with curses. So not to alter the plan. Basically, if one of them got in trouble, they all would um, get in trouble. And they all bound one another with curses. And there was over 200, and they all came down um, on Ardis, which is the summit of Mount Hermon. So anyway, um, they had different le uh, leaders in there, but the main leader was Semyaza. Then they had Yurakiba, uh, Ramiel, uh, Kokabiel, uh, Tam Tamiel, Ramziel, Daniel, Esquizel, um, Baraquil, Azel, um, Armoros, Ananel, Zaquil, Samsil, Satil, uh, Turiel, Yomiel, and Arizel. And Arizel is the one that you want to play close attention to because in the Quran, Arizel is also another name for Satan. But out of the ones I just stated, those were the leaders of all the Watchers, and Semyaza being the biggest leader. And they all took, um, you know, wives and stuff, and they ended up um, you know, uh, populating, you know, they ended up having children and stuff, um, but when they were doing that, the women bore giants. They were giants, and they said that there were 3,000 cubits, which is beyond anything I believe we have ever seen on this planet. The closest thing I think we've seen was like a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Unless we look at, like, some skyscrapers today and stuff like that. But, um, when the giants were born, they turned against everything. And they started eating men, you know? Um, they started destroying stuff. And then the Earth complained about this. They prayed. And Arizel taught the men how to make swords, daggers, shields, breastplates. He taught them, um, you know, the art of uh, bracelets and ornaments, of makeup, um, cosmetics, like beautifying the eyelids, the most precious stones, all kind of colored dyes, and the world was changed. And they go through each one. And then this is a very important part. Michael, 
Gabriel, Suriel, and Uriel looked down from heaven and saw the massive blood that was shed on the earth and all the iniquity that has uh, that was being done on earth. And they said to one another, "Let the devastation, the devastated earth, cry out with the sound of their cries up to the gates of heaven." And now you, O holy ones of heaven, the souls of men complain, saying. Bring our complaint before the Most High. And they said to their Lord, Lord of lords, God of gods, King of kings, the glorious throne endures for all the generations of the world, and blessed and praised. And they, the most important part about this book is that it's not just about, like, this kind of explains a lot of the missing part of histories, you know? And that's what really, like, popped out to me. Now, whether or not it's canon or whether or not it's true, it's a very interesting book to read. And next to, like, Exodus, it's one of probably the the most intense books to read. Um, so, like, the women bore giants. The, uh, the angels were in heaven, and if you think that these angels fell 200 in number, and let's say they all spread around and stuff, what have you noticed in the world? You know, and now this is a conspiracy, so I'm not saying put 100% evidence into this. But the Mayans, the Incas, the Egyptians, the Babylonians, um, basically all of Mesopotamia, um, you know, you have people on different continents and everything all over the world, and they all knew astrology or astronomy and stuff, and they all could pinpoint planets and stuff farther than the eye could see. The only thing that could have ever showed him that would be one of two things, you know, something of a divine being, uh, some divine being, or extraterrestrials, you know. So it really depends on, you know, like I said, I, I'm a Christian. I believe that, you know, there was angels here at one point because. This book, whether it's canon or not, it explains a lot of what happened, um, or what could have happened at that point. Um, at that point, though, uh, God decided to get Enoch, and Enoch woke, you know, he basically, you know, was told by God, um... I need you to be a mediator, you know. So they, you know, Enoch went to the angels, and the angels said, tell them we are so sorry, you know, we, we will, if we can come back and stuff, we'll never do it again. You know, they're, they're trying to basically um, trying to get out of it, their punishment. And, you know, God said no. You know, so Enoch had to go back and forth and back and forth, and 
he said no. And he said, um, after he talked to um, Enoch, he ended up saying, say to him in my name, hide yourself and, re to, and reveal to him the end of which is coming because the whole earth will be destroyed. The dulge of is about to come on all the earth and all that's in it will be destroyed. And now teach him so that he may escape and his offspring may survive the whole earth. Um, and furthermore, the Lord said to Raphael, bind Azazel by his hand and his feet and throw him into the darkness and split open the desert, which is in Duodel and throw him there. Throw him on a jagged and sharp stone covering him in darkness and let him stay there forever and cover his face so that he may not see the light. And on that great day of judgment, he may be hurled into the fire. Now that is a big point. Great day of judgment. He's talking about revelations right there. You know, the great, the, the end time. So he's saying, it's going to be, a, I'm, I'm going to destroy the earth. This guy is going to be imprisoned in this area. For all eternity, until the great day of judgment, and then he's going to throw him into fire. So that he's basically making Azazel suffer as much as he can in that area, and that's pretty much it, you know? After that, he's going to restore the earth, which the angels have ruined, and announce the restoration of earth. For I shall restore the earth, so that it is not all sons of men that shall be destroyed, because of the knowledge which the watchers have made, made known and taught their sons. And the whole earth shall be ruined by the teaching of the works of Erezel, and write him, uh, and against him write all sin. And Lord Gabriel proceeded... Uh, proceed against the bastards and re uh, reprobates and the sons of the fornicators and destroy the sons of the fornicators and the sons of the watchers from the, amongst men and send them out and send them against one another. Let them destroy themselves in battle for they will not have the length of days. Um... <coughs> Sorry, I didn't want to cough in you guys' ears anymore. Um, so, Enoch basically was a mediator for them. You know, Michael and Uriel and everybody, they saw what happened. And they're like, okay, well, God needs to know what's going on. And, you know, they had that whole day of judgment. And, uh, basically, they explained what was going to happen to each one of them. You know, like they say, um, in those deads, they will lead them into the abyss of fire, in torment, and prison. They will be shut up for all eternity. And then Simyaza will be burnt, and from then on, destroyed with them. Together they will be bound until end of all generations. Destroy all the souls of lust and the sons of the watchers, for they have wronged men. 
there's a lot of stuff in this book um, that I personally um, think that was very important and very interesting. And as I said, in the Ethiopian Bible, it is considered canon. Uh, in the 1611 King James Version, it was in there as the Apocrypha, and then it was later taken out. And I believe it was taken out because of the Protestant Church. They had a council meeting, and then they decided to remove it because it had nothing to do with Christ. Now, I hear mixed things about it, and... The mixed things that I hear about it is, um, you know, because the apostles uh, never referenced it, um, they didn't know the uh, the authors of the Book of Enoch. They're saying that uh, a lot of it is believed that Enoch didn't write the book himself. It was a person later down the line. Um, so, there's a lot of criteria that it takes to be accepted into uh, the Bible. First, it had to be written by an apostle or a close associate of apostles, such as Luke, um, the apocryphal books were unknown or a dubious authorship, um, and it met none of the criteria to be the canon of Scripture. However, the book had also been considered inspired, had to be inspired by all churches and have a sense of reverence, and that church considered to be God's word. Books were not recognized by the early church for having divine authority, or inspiration, such as those in the Catholic Bible, were not accepted. Um, when the Protestant churches saw the Catholic Bibles that had certain books in there that weren't or in the original book, because they found the Dead Sea Scrolls and stuff, or certain parts of, uh, you know, the Dead Sea Scrolls and the different apocryphas, they had actually had multiple books. Um, they found them, um, you know, they, they dated them, they, uh, read them, they translated them. Um, so those, uh, you know, a big thing, uh, to, uh, basically occur there. Um, this is actually uh, was a, a message written by Charles Stanley himself. Um, what is the Apocrypha? Many express curiosity about the writings that make up the Apocrypha. Kim uh, comprised of 12 books authored by the Old and New Testaments. The Apocrypha is often included and in revised standard uh, version of the Bible and translated that was first published in 1952. Because my belief is that not one of the not one of the more accurate translations available today, the RSV is 
the one trans uh, translation that I never use in my uh, teachings, preachings, or studyings. Having worked, um, having a working knowledge of Hebrew and Greek helped me make that determination. Some consider apocryphal writings to be on par with the rest of the Old and New Testament scripture. However, I do not hold this view. They are not accepted in the Protestant Church as part of the can, uh, canon Bibles. They were written after the Old Testament prophecy. Oracles and direct revelation has ceased. The historian uh, jo Josephus rejected them as a whole, and they were never recognized by the early church as can uh, canonical authority or of divine inspiration. Jesus never quoted from them and only referred to them in the New Testament in verses 9, 14, and 15 of the book of Jude. The apocryphal writing Enoch is quoted. Jude did not uh, quote those verses to indicate they were inspired. Rather, <clears throat> he used them for um, purely illustrative purposes because of his audience would have been very familiar with the incident they described. So, lastly, he said, these writings can shed light on the scripture, uh, on the culture in biblical times, but are never to be uh, looked upon as errant, infallible word of God. At worst, they can contain contradiction after contradiction of God's word, at best, their value is merely historical. That was written by Charles Stanley and signed. Um, <clears throat> and there's a, a book of sources that he gave me. So, um, hard uh, sayings in the Bible. <clears throat> the big book of Bible answers. The difficult uh, difficulty solved. Encyclopedia, Bible difficulties. Uh, I mean, there's a, <clears throat> there's literally uh, one and a half sheets of of lists that he sent me for, um, you know, verifying his uh, belief on that. So, we're coming close to the deadline here. So, as I'm gonna say, this is probably gonna be a multiple part of the Bible. The multiple part of the Apocrypha, because it, if you believe it's a part of the Bible, that's probably because of which denomination you're in. If you don't believe it's part of the Bible, then that's fine. It's still a very interesting thing to read. Um, at most, though, you know what's important in this world. You have three minutes, uh, three minutes left for me to talk here before it cuts me off. So, if you feel like you heard the word of God and everything, and you want to uh, take the uh, sinner's prayer and achieve salvation through Jesus Christ, you can go into the episodes and click on the sinner's prayer, and you can recite that and um, mean it in all your heart, and that will get you written into the book of life. So... When something happens, you know, you uh, will be there as long as, you know, you stay true to your word of God. 
As for the Apocrypha, this is just episode one, or part one. Um, the next one is, uh, I'll talk to you a little bit about what heaven looks like in the Book of Enoch. Um, again, I am sorry I've been really busy lately, so I haven't had much time to work on these. But tune in some more. Um, enjoy, uh, you know weekend and then enjoy Father's Day and uh, stay safe out there. If you have any questions or concerns, please shoot me an email. I'd be glad to respond.